Two minutes before nine on WBZX Big Rapids. Jen, I'll hand it over to you. I knew it Oh, hey, good morning. <laughs> There's Bob. no hand to get over to me. Pat I takes about, over. Yeah, you know yeah, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know. You're the boss. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, I love Big Rapids and I love the people uh, in Big Rapids. And uh, over the years, I've had disagreements but stayed friends with them. And I, and I know some people don't like me because I've taken a stance on things here and there that aren't uh, special to them. But Pete likes me. He's rubbing me. That's good massage, Pete, for an 86-year-old guy. You know, I, I want to talk about Pete for a minute. Uh, he, he loves life so much. He's been through so much cancer. He's been near death the last 10 years, probably three or four times near death. And I mean, Pete was out for the... for. Uh, well, to heaven, hopefully. But anyway, he keeps on going. And I said to him on the way out here, I said, you know, Pete, one of the reasons I admire you, not that I really admire him, but in front of his face, right? No. Uh, is your spirit. And he's not going to He's not gonna go until the good Lord calls him home. And, and uh, until then, he stays positive. You know, I says, if more people would be that way, uh, it would be a, a lot better world. But getting back to me. Thank you, uh, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Love you too. But anyway, uh, we we've had a lot of guests on here, and some of them uh, we haven't agreed with, but we walk out and shake hands. And uh, our next guest is uh, none other than Jim Chapman. And I think Jim will tell you that uh, we're friends. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, I don't hold anything against him from the decision makings. I think he it's it's coming from Jim Chapman. And I think he does things uh, what uh, he thinks is best. And uh, so we're going to have a little program here, a little talk show host, and we're going to be comfortable with it. We're going to have questions, answers. I asked Randy Bleeker earlier this morning if I could ask questions to Jim and then say it's from Randy Bleeker. And uh, he, he said no. He said no. <laughs> oh, and I listen to Randy too. Oh, no. No, and I know. And, and he's neutral. But anyway, he's, I, it was... We make light of things over at Curry's. We don't, you know, I mean, there's, Pete and I will argue, but we'll stand up and, and love each other again. Right, Pete? Right. And more people should be that way. There's people in this town that are, are despising people that used to be their friends. But I, I understand it, you know, but I, I just am disappointed in it. But we're, we only got a little bit of time here, so we're going to move along. Jim, thanks, first of all, uh, coming out this morning. Not a problem. Just like you said, you know, you can have... A difference of opinion. It's a democracy, right. and you can still be friends. Right. I, I think I think that's uh, pretty good. Uh, we agree with that. Now, at the end of the show, we'll walk out matter and hell at each other. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we'll both get over it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Take a shill pill, Bob. What do you think? Any questions, Jen? But, oh Sorry, yeah, oh, I've got lots of questions actually, okay. uh, Jim. Let, let's start off with something that everybody knows about. Okay. Okay. Uh, our Congressman John Molinar, mm -hmm. Ambassador Joe Sella, Ambassador Pete Hookstra, and U.S. intelligence agencies have warned state and local governments of national security threats presented by such PRC, which are People's, People's Republic of China-based companies, and urging them not to sign any deals with them. Critics ask, why is the Green Charter Township Board ignoring it? We're not ignoring it. We're looking at all the facts. MEDC did a full background on this company before they were ever offered the um, grant money. Uh, as questions came up, there was a second one done. 
Um, I've listened to the people. I've listened to the people involved, whether it is the people from the company, the people from Right Place, and most importantly, the people from my township. And um, that political rhetoric of threat, I haven't seen. Okay. Pat, do you have a question? Well, I like bacon. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> no, we got to keep it on. The See, we can't agree on something, Pat. Oh yeah, we okay, like bacon and uh, the uh, donuts. I, I think, um, I think uh, personally, I think uh, you sh you have the silent majority that aren't seeing a word, and a lot of people are uh, talking, and uh, you know I'm kind of neutral. Uh, I was born in China. <laughs> that means anything. Doesn't. But I think that. Uh, I think it'll pay our, our bond off at the school in two years. I think it'll be create a lot of jobs for the area. I think it'll be, uh, uh, there's a lot of different things. You gotta think of the positive. People were against Ferris that went and expanded. They were against Ice Mountain. They were against Hayworth. You know, uh, everything we have is made in China. I have a cell phone here made in China. So, you know, I think, uh, I, I believe that we, you know, all of Apple is made in China. They're, they're flipping over to India now. But I still think that we are uh, just a little bit uh, funny on some of this stuff. We're okay, listening to now, WBZX Big Rapids. I just wanted right. to do a top of hour. Pete, uh, my question to that is then, if, if everything's made in China, why is it they're coming over here to make a battery plant in the United States? Why are they making... Bringing the lithium up. Now, let me finish. If China has that great of an interest in the United States to build things here, you're saying, well, at least they're coming over here for batteries, are they? Now, my question is, why aren't they making their clothes here then? Why aren't they making their phones here? Why aren't they doing all the stuff that's being made over there here? I'll tell you why, because they can't do it as cheap as they can in their homeland. Now, what bothers me. Do you want me, me to let you answer? Can I answer that? When I'm done. Okay. But my question is, this is one of the only things that they're doing over here. Now, why? And you know it's going to cost them more money to make batteries here, right? The labor, of course, is higher here, and they're going to pay, what, $28 an hour? They're going to pay the bond off? Let me answer the bond. The bond will be paid off before they start to pay for a bond. That building will not be built in two years, Pete. So for you to say... Our bond is longer than two years, Pat. Well, it's, whatever. It's I'm a just saying. It's a 20-year bond uh, authorized in uh, 2018. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That takes it to 2038. And uh, like mm. Pete said... I thought we were getting it shut. I thought we were paying for it quicker than the original no, plan. No, not to my understanding. Wow. It's paid off to 38, except that, like Pete said, um, even with the Renaissance Zone... Um, they are subject to paying on bonds. Right. That includes a school bond, so that right. school bond will be paid off significantly well, I'm quicker. Terrified that. That's not what I well, well, you know, Pat, a lot of this stuff is import-export, and uh, we take a lot of, uh, uh, you know, like Tesla's over in China. They're in Shanghai. We build a lot of things over in China. Apple's over in China because of the labor, but right. they in turn now are going to reciprocate and start building things in America. So, it. yeah, it's import-export. Oh. They want to have a balance of import-export. Uh, oh. They do the China does? Sure. Because they love sure. Is that why? Sure. No, because it's good economics, Pat. There you um, go. If you take a look at it, when uh, President Trump put the tariffs on, mm -hmm. um, my understanding is that if they build those batteries in China and ship them over here, by the time they pay the tariffs, 
it's cheaper to build it here. It's the same thing with um, the um, basic compounds of lithium or lithium iron phosphate. They aren't bringing that in from China either. They have to bring it in from a, I believe the title is tier one import, uh, import or company that are country that we deal with so that's why it's coming in from uh, argentina okay um let's switch gears for a minute we'll get off the goshen subject for a second okay jim the green charter township website you host has the budgets that town the township is responsible for on a yearly basis the salaries are listed and it appears you you and the board have given yourselves an upcoming 2023-2024 budget cost of living increase of 7% from your sewer budget and a cost of living increase of 10% from the general fund. So that's a 17% increase in your salary in one year. If you look back to the 2022-23 budget, it was only a 3.5% increase from the sewer budget and even the state of Michigan recommends uh, for their current employees a 2% cost of living increase for the 24 year. How did you come up with that percentage and what is your justification for doubling the cost of living increase for your salary and the board from one year ago? The short version is we didn't, Jen. I think you need to take a look at those figures again because the discussion was and has been each year, what is the cost of living and do we want to go up to cost of living? Um, inflation kicked everybody's butt last year. It was 9%. Our board looked at it and said there is no way we can give ourselves a 9% raise. And So it's all based I on inflation, no matter what. I th we run those numbers based on cost of living. But and the state of Michigan... Correctly, it was only about, I think it was only a 5% raise. So we actually lost money last year, but that's all right. What? Okay, but you doubled it. And no. the state of Michigan is only giving everybody in 24 a 2% cost of living range. So that just, it's kind of uh, different. And that's why I'm asking about it. And it's, it, and well, like I said, it's a, it was a 9% inflation or cost of living. Uh, Michigan's figures were 9%. And we cut it back, I believe it was to 5%. No, it, it's actually on your budget. I got it right here. It says cost of living increased 7%. And then your general fund says 10%. It's actually right on there. See? Well, I don't know. I don't know where you're getting those figures. I Your don't know what website. There is, but I'm telling you that that's what the conversation was. You can check it, with any one of the board members. I, I, we okay. all agreed we did not want to go up in full inflation. That was that was too much to ask the people to absorb, and so we didn't. It's on your website under the township clerks tab. That's where I got my figures from. I'd have to look at that, but I can tell you what it is, and I know what my pro but my what my paycheck did, and it didn't go up any ten percent. Okay, but it but it's projected to. That's that's my question. It's for, for twenty four. For twenty four, we yeah. haven't even started on the on the uh, budget yet for twenty four. But, but it's right here. See, I have it in my hands. Okay. You here? You can take it. Look at it. Go ahead. But like I said, um, the figures we dealt with. The last one um, goes through 24, actually about March, March. March. March of 24. Right. So when do you vote on your budget? We hold, every year we hold the uh, budget hearings, um, usually about the first week of January, uh, a work session. And then the actual vote on the budget is during the January board meeting. Uh, then that or that takes effect um, in, uh, in, in March. Okay. You have another question? No, I no. take the fifth. I like bacon, though. <laughs> no, I, 
uh, Jim, I just, wish, I just wish that uh, I've watched the uh, meetings, um, how the board, the body language, and then how the audience. Um, I, You know, I'm one of those guys, I've been in business for a long, long time, and I've had disgruntled customers come into uh, my store, and when they leave, most of them are pretty content with what I had to say to them afterwards, but you have to listen to your people and answer their questions. Uh, some of them felt that, you know, uh, they weren't being heard. Mm -hmm. And um, I know hostile environments are hard to, uh, you know, get along with people when somebody's mad at you and screaming at you, and I felt bad for you that way. But um, you hear, uh, do, you, do you feel it's the majority out there against the project? I do myself. I, I've talked to a few people that are for it. And uh, myself, as an individual, I live a mile away from that. And uh, I don't feel comfortable. And I, If I can mention, I live no. the same direction. I live the same distance. Right. I'm downstream. Right downriver, downhill from right. the property, and I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, well, that's good, um, but uh, do you think the majority in your neighborhood are comfortable with it? Absolutely. They I, are? I was, I'm going with the majority of the people. I think Pete said the idea of the silent majority, and that's what I'm running into, where I've got people that come up to me and tell me how much they'd like to support me. Mm -hmm. I say something about you know, on the campaign signs, this guy's nobody has a lot of yard signs. And what I get was, well, Jim, I'd really like to, but I'm scared to. Right. Uh, the, the doxing, the threats, the aggressiveness, the um, vandalism, I'm scared to. And so I think while it is um, silent, like Pete said, I think the strong majority is with the concept of that plant, but again, like has been said, it is two separate subjects. This recall vote will not affect Goshen. It will not stop Goshen. It is about the board's performance and the board has put their heart and soul into representing the people of Green Township. You know, uh, my question was from number one from the first time I heard this coming in when they had the ISD meeting there I knew about it before that a little bit but a lot of people did oh I don't know about a lot of people but well if you Pat, you were at one of the, the group meetings right uh, there was a whole series of group meetings of community leaders such as yourself in which the right place in which Goshen and which representatives from economic development and the uh, county and others sat down together and discussed it and made sure everybody was aware of all the facts. Jim, when did you originally find out about it? About a plant coming or about Goshen coming? Either. Oh, plant coming? I've tried to f go back through and I have to say somewhere in the area of April or May but it wasn't until probably... April, it couldn't have been April because I was at one of those meetings and that was April 8th. So you had to have known about it before then, right? No. No, no they, came, they came to me um, first. Um, the uh, Bill Stanick came to me, said there is a company looking at coming to our area. Uh, I'm talking with them, uh, but now they're talking about needing more space. And they're going to need to come over. Uh, they may need to come over into that industrial zone, that industrial park of yours. 
And uh, I listened to what, what Bill had to say. Later, a representative from the right place, uh, Brent Case, come and met with me. Uh, but at that point, we had no idea who the company was, at least I didn't, uh, who this company was or what they were about. And we understood the way that these things work, where you can't just make a big deal of it when you really hasn't made up your mind because you're looking at 40 different locations across the country. Well, um, first of all, I didn't know that land was industrial. I didn't know that. Uh, actually, uh, when Maxine McClellan got the industrial part put into mm -hmm. uh, the end of the airport, at the same time, Jack Wellness was our supervisor, and he had the whole acreage up there zoned industrial to match. The two supervisors worked together. In fact, the sewer line that goes along the south side of 18 Mile Road was specifically planned to feed and serve both sides of the road. That's good thinking. My, uh, my question, two of them were, one was uh, that uh, the transportation cost, you know, over the years people have looked up here to uh, put a plant in out there and the number one cause for them to uh, change their mind was it was uh, not a good location as far as transportation costs. Um, I, I just, I questioned that, how the heck did they ever come to Big Rapids? I mean, it's very nice that somebody that would think of Big Rapids for economic boost, but uh, for themselves to do it, the transportation costs can be so much. And I, and the other well, thing if is, I could interject, Pat, yeah, that's really not a government issue. Oh, okay, definitely the not. The no, company I'm looks the company. at it. The company looks at it, and they make a decision mm -hmm. based off of infrastructure, based off of transportation, based off of all the you know, labor costs, mm -hmm. land costs, building costs, and they make their decision. It's not government's right. place to question all their figures, but whether or not this is something we want to do. Well, and following up with that is. That's my question. Why would they pick here? Because we, first of all, we don't we have enough people to fill the jobs we have around here now. So I don't know where that they're going to come from. They say sixty. Well, if I could there. interject, Pat, there's been three separate professional independent studies sure. that said the labor force is here. Now the standard that they use is the sixty mile radius. Mm -hmm. Each of those three studies shrunk it down to a forty five mile radius in order to be more accurate. And all three independent professional studies said the labor force is here. Well, in saying that, then why is Big Rapids Products and Federal Screw, which they both pay pretty good wages and, and they have a good package there, uh, can't get people to work here? I mean, I just, I, you know, and they're, and they're not going to pay that much more out there. Um, I, I just don't understand it. The, in, uh, the independent studies uh, sometimes, and I'm not saying this particular one is, they'll tell you what you want to hear. Well, like I said, these are three different separate companies three different separate organizations that did the studies yeah. um, and this is what they do for a living and all three came up with the same results right they wouldn't have come here pat if they didn't think they could make money so yeah there you are this, <clears throat> jim would critics say that though there's already jobs here what how would an additional two thousand jobs affect already the the jobs that are here won't that encourage people to leave their current job at the factories here and go over there and then that's hurting our other companies that have been here for many many years how much is it helping the workers but we, we we have to look at all this thing yes um it is a competitive market it is a competitive market for employers it's a competitive market for jobs it's a competitive market for everything and we have a, a new competitor coming to town and that alters things and that is the way of life okay and so yeah this company and its 
couple, three owners might be having to struggle and raise wages, but at the same time, their 100 employees now face the possibility of having more um, food on the table or uh, whatever other amenities they want for their family. And look at the ancillary uh, businesses that will also come into town. I'm not saying gas stations, but supermarkets. There's going to be a lot of different businesses that you don't even know that are going to be popped up. So I, and then what are I'm, they going to pay? I don't know, Pat. That's the thing. But it, what it's going to do is call a. a, a it's going to make a. Well, I understand. It's going to make an economic. Uh, economic right along. area. I understand. It's going to be a lot that. more yeah. money. Nineteen mile road is going to be a boom out there. Yeah. And again, my question is, Jim, and I, I don't mean to put you on the spot because you don't know for sure, but well, you do, and actually, but uh, the security of China. I mean. When you when you got a congressman that works in Washington, and you have a governor in Arkansas saying the Chinese are not welcome here anymore, we're going to take their land back. When you have all that going on, and yet we are pretty persistent on letting them come to Big Rapids. Look at the facts. Pat. Okay. Just look at the facts. Yeah. Okay. Um, show me one article where their Fremont, California um, plant or facility. Um, Supported or uh, pushed. That's communism. not a battery plant, though. It's independence. Um, it's a plant. It's Chinese. You're but, not talking. But it's not you're, you're manufacturing saying, batteries. Well, there. let him finish. Okay. Let him finish. Okay. okay. There are. Okay. So fine. Pick a pick a industry. There are 52 different companies in the state of Michigan that are whole or partially owned by some form of economic company out of China. That show me one article in one paper that shows me one of those companies that is pushing communism. It's not there. But but they do oh, you don't? and their bylaws state it. I mean that's their bylaws end that's been repeatedly, repeatedly answered. Those bylaws clause that they keep pushing ends at the shore of China. Our companies but Apple has to pay a minimum wage in the United States. Do they pay that minimum wage level in China? No. Why? Because that law ends at the um, shore. Again, show me an example. I want facts. Show me an example of pushing communism in the state of Michigan. It's not there. Well, Congress, uh, Congress wouldn't approve this, number one. The federal number two, Congress the state, the state, Molinar, state. Excuse me, the state cong, state con Congress wouldn't let them come in, and the the, the state, okay, and the city, if, if it were full of communism, that's a big, Pete. that's a big scary thing. Communists are coming to big rapids. Congressman John it. Molinar is running ads on this. So he's one state. congressman. Yeah, but you just said Congress. I said Congress approved it, Mr. Molinar. He's one, just one man. Okay. Mr. Right. Molinar would like to get reelected. Sure if he, he can stir up emotional emotionalism, he can generate votes. That's his choice. He's welcome to do so. But it's not backed by the facts. Hmm. Okay. Can we switch subjects for a second, Jim? Oh, sure. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's go back to your budget for a second. Green Charter Township is responsible for one lift station, yes? Correct. Big Rapids Township is responsible for 11 lift stations, right? Oh, oh, Do you know I that? Or? I, I know I, they have a number of them. Okay. The exact number, I don't know. Okay. But on your, back to your budget again, 
the percentage of sewer revenue that goes towards salaries for Big Rapids is only 2%. But if you look at Green Charter Township salaries that come from the sewer fund, it represents 22%. Critics ask, why couldn't Green Charter Township's ratio be more in line with Big Rapids? Because it's a question of volume. Okay, you have a set amount that is paid to the people that maintain that paperwork, and it's a whole lot less users in Green Township than there are in um, Big Rapids Township. So it's simply a matter of statistics. Do you Line bill? Do you bill monthly then? Pardon? Do you bill monthly your sewer client uh, customers? Do we bill correctly? I no, think no, we'll... not correctly. Monthly. Monthly. Monthly, no, quarterly. You bill quarterly. So actually you're doing a little bit less work than maybe a big Rapids Township who bills monthly. No, I don't think so because the billing is only part of it. Okay. What's the other part of it? I'm just curious. What... The other part of it is maintenance, monitoring, uh, record keeping. Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, collecting the monies as they come in, uh, answering questions, uh, working with contractors that want to build new, all that. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, keeping on that same budget, the ARPA funds in, that you guys received in July of 22 and the general fund money you transferred over into the sewer fund with the uh sewer fund already having some money in there total about 650,000 according to your sewer fund um, expense sheet and mm -hmm. revenue mm -hmm. you listed it on your expense sheet to be used for lift station engineering attorney fees prep construction materials hardware installation testing and contract services you haven't used this money yet correct no i don't believe so okay why isn't the money listed on the 2324 expense sheet then but the the money's not shown but the wording is are you is it is that just a mistake or can you explain that well without the figures in front of me i can't tell you exactly but actually it's are... right in your hand i'll show it to you okay sure <laughs> the um the figures that we what we use and where we use it um stays pretty much equal what are we looking at Right there. See, it's listed, but there's no money. Well, that's because there's no, as you can see, what's the top, what's that top um, clause say? It says no numbers yet. Okay. Okay, but we don't have, we aren't building, we haven't built it yet. It's for replacement. We haven't built it yet, so there are no engineering fees. We haven't built it yet, so there's no. LSA material hardware. There's no testing. There's no attorney fees because we haven't built the thing yet. Okay. When do you intend on using the money? Using? The, the money that's earmarked for that. That, luckily, we're going to probably be able to re-target um, because the state grant will be paying for all of those all those um, generated expenses. Are you allowed to use the sewer money for other things? And if so, what will you use it for? No, it's not allowed to use outside the sewer system. Uh, the sewer budget is a totally separate budget from the general budget. And so um, that's going to be a decision of the board, where and how they want to uh, allocate that type of money. Um, for one thing, we know for a fact that uh, what we thought was a sufficient um, re reserve is not sufficient. We learned that when we had to replace a lift station. 
Um, we all thought a half a million would go a long ways, and we found out just that it didn't. So any generated money, my recommendation to the board was to be first consider increasing the uh, reserve. Okay. Pat? Well, I think you're doing very good, Jim. I think Thank you've you. uh, got a lot of information that a lot of people had to hear. Uh, I, like I said before, we're friends, and we'll continue being friends, but we just have a difference of opinion. Now, on the China thing, going back to that, I just uh, I just have a little bit of fear being with what uh, uh, is going to be made in there and uh, the uncertainty of the future with the watershed and everything else. I, what, about the, you, what about the watershed? Well, I'm just curious. Do you, do you feel real comfortable on the security of everything in the building? Have you, have you looked at contained? the MSDS sheets? Mm-hmm. It's um, graphite. And graphite... The MS material safety data sheets that are put out by the feds states natural graphite is inert and insoluble. To the best of our knowledge, natural graphite does not present any significant environmental hazard. Lithium carbonate states shall not be classified as hazardous to an aquatic environment. As a comparison, standard school chalk. Do not empty into drains. Product contains substances which are hazardous to the environment. There you go. I think critics would ask, <laughs> and, and the problem with asking I, questions uh, about Goshen no. is he's not, we don't have Chuck Thalen in here, so we don't have those answers. So he's. I'll, I'll play cards with him tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. He'll ask him, Pete. <laughs> well, I think this is a good interview. And, and we don't use Taking chalk. Good, and we don't Pete. use chalk in the schools. Taking but, good. Yeah, but no. I just want to say, can I just say one thing? Ahead, no. Yes. I'm not for Goshen, I'm not against Goshen. I am. Uh, I happen to like Jim Chapman very well, but I'm not for either. I'm not for it. So if you want to recall me from uh, the school board or something, okay. But I'm just saying. I I'm just wanting to get the facts. And I, Pat and I argue a lot, and and we. No, I just no. want to give two sides to everything. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that, Pete. Thank I you. I want to ask Jim a question because of what you sure. said. Okay. Good. Uh, why do you think the recall is happening, Jim? I think there is a small group that has. Um, gone from emotionalism that, oh, factory, pollution, bad, instead of actually looking at the facts. And the facts are like I just read to you about the um, MSDS sheets as compared to, oh, it's going to destroy our environment. Um, And they found that emotionalism has worked uh, for those that that take them at their face value and don't do the research. And so that's caused some misleaded, excuse me, misled people within our community. And it's caused confusion and it's caused conflict, and I regret it. Yeah. Would you have changed anything since April of this year? Would you have done anything differently? I think I would have worked harder to get the information out in front of the people faster. Um, this small group came with that, and we knew there'd be a small group coming. Uh, but the power of the internet to spread rumors and misinformation um, did take me by surprise. So you don't think any of it's fact? Any I, of the rumors, any of the uh, information. That do I people? think that they're going that they're going to that they tried to take two thousand acres, which goes clear up into the village of Paris? No. Do I think that they talked to the EPA? No, because I've seen the facts that they have never talked to the EPA. Do I think it's going to 
destroy the aquifer? No, I talked to a state hydrologist that said, Jim, they could draw three times that much water and never hurt that aquifer. Do I think it's going to destroy the river environment? I just read you the MSDS. So there's a lot of misinformation. Do you think the communists are coming, by the way? No, I really don't think so. I didn't think, yeah, no, we won't go there. <laughs> well, I think you, you said one thing, and I wish the heck uh, everybody would have done as communicated. And I think it would have been worthwhile maybe if you would have spoke like you are right now at a meeting. Did you ever bring those facts up to those people? Pat, you just, well, uh, Pat, if you go into um, Big Rapids Township's webpage and into Green Township's webpage, count the number of regular meetings and uh, special meetings that dealt with the Goshen issue. Mm -hmm. 45 meetings in the last 13 months. I think that's there. As far as trying to communicate, I have tried that. Um, I opened my doors up. I have talked to people one-on-one -on, -one on all sides. In a meeting where you have 200 people there, or now it's down to 50, 60, 70 people, but if you got 20 people there, you can't sit there and debate with each and every other. I tried to answer a few questions. The last meeting, there was a bunch of people, that three, four, five, whatever, 10 people talked and got upset because I wasn't answering them. I was listening. It's public comment, not public questions. Now another person came up, what's the number of honest questions? And I tried to answer them and I got shouted down, though, what do you do in campaigning, blah, blah, blah. And so I got the latest questions answered. She sat down, another five, ten people spoke, and they all upset because I wasn't answering questions. I mean, either I'm wrong for answering questions or I'm wrong for not answering questions. I'm sorry, pick a side. Mm -hmm. Would you be willing to have people ask you questions on a public forum like this if I were to set it up? I have tried to do that on multiple occasions. We have um, put the information out way back, well, however many months ago, where we had a number of subject matter experts in. Um, I tried to set up a debate. The other side chose not to participate. Um, it's becoming um, a question of, of how you get this done. Um, I think Jen, Jim would do, Jen would do a fantastic job. And I think that she's very knowledgeable and very fair, open-minded, and I would say yes, let her do it with yeah. you. And I think you, uh, you'd you be surprised. I, I think if we tell everyone, you know, no scream, we haven't screamed today, have we, Jim? I mean, I don't think we've screamed at each other. We, we've asked some tough questions, but we haven't screamed at each right, other. And right. I think if people had the opportunity to ask some sincere questions, that might help, don't you agree? I think we did that before. I think Chuck and I both came in here. You had, let me oh, see, Orman, was... Orman and Jeff and who else? Oh, was I wasn't here. here. I wasn't here either. I was go Pete, that would have gone better if I would have been here because I like bacon. You know, Jim? <laughs> don't you think, Jim? Absolutely. It would have went better if I would have been here. All right. Why aren't you serving bacon today, uh, Because Dad? I didn't bring any. I ate uh, it already. He is serving bacon and curries. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want a good breakfast. I got it already. already. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's wrap like this it. up, guys. Um, right. Jim, why don't you leave us with this question, uh, the, the answer to this question. What makes you the... Per perfect person for supervisor of Green Township, Green Charter Township with this election coming up on November 7th. Uh, what makes you, what, what should people realize about you wanting to be supervisor that they should make you vote for them? And if they're opposed to what you are 
bringing in, why should they vote for you? I think what I bring to the table, my ability to work with multiple groups for such as studying in here and talking to you folks who don't necessarily agree with me, and our ability to sit there calmly, my ability to lead under administrative issues are under stress issues. I was one of the two officers in charge of that riot in 1993, so I can't too much question my handling emergencies. Skill, education, I hold a master's degree in public administration, show me one other supervisor, and there probably may be some. You won't find very many. And the ability to handle things such as grants, I handled multi-agency grants at the police department, um, I know how to work with large groups and small groups, and I know how to represent our people, all the people, not just the few loud ones. Okay. Well, I know he likes Boy Scouts. Um, well, let me see. Tim was five years old when I started working with Boy Scouts. He's now 40. You get that uh, land taken care of? That's still an issue to be discussed, and we're working oh my on it. Lord, that's been That'd three be, years. I know, but <laughs> and then Special Olympics. Um, well, let's see. Yeah, Tim's forties, and he was probably about the same age. And so I've been working with Special Olympics for 30, 40 years. I give back to the community. I try to give back to the community. And I just talk about it, not just sit on boards, but get out there and set up. You all see me out there at the Polar Plunge every winter helping raise money for for um, Special Olympics. I go to summer camp with the Boy Scouts. Wow, yeah. Well, I know you got a big heart. And uh, I just, uh, like I say, I I haven't felt comfortable. I, I understand your side more today than I did before. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you coming in and, and uh, standing up for your position. Uh, I still think there is a God, and the will of him will it'll happen. But uh, it's... Uh, with everything going on in the world right now, I guess, uh, you know, just a lot of people are not happy with what's going on, and this is just one part of it, emotions, like you say. But there, there's, uh, unfortunately, uh, what? No, nothing. We just had to adjust something. Oh, okay. Well, yes, emotionalism is, is an issue, Pat. But what you have to do is let, put past emotionalism and look at the facts. Yeah. Well, like I said, obviously you've done a good job here with your facts, uh, counterfacts. Uh, I uh, I don't have any data in front of me, so I can come back out here. So we appreciate you coming in today, and I like uh, Bob. Thanks a lot. You've been quiet. Any questions for Jim, Bobby? Huh? If I could just interject my thanks yeah. to everybody in here. Yeah, we ain't hostile, right? No, no, absolutely not. You want facts? You know, you want information? And you ask questions, and we go from there. That's the way this is supposed to be done. Yeah, well, you know, the other thing I wanted to tell people, I mean, we do disagree on this. And I don't think you've changed my mind, and I haven't changed your mind, obviously. But uh, I do tell people that we are friends, and you do come in my gas station still even through all this. Absolutely. I said, you know what? He did a lot to say today. about him. I, that old boy comes in my gas station <laughs> still this day, and I can't say that for some people. And that's too bad, isn't it? Yeah. Because we that's do have unfortunate. a opinion, but we have a lot in common, too, and that's Americans. Absolutely. Yeah. God bless America, huh? Well, Bobby, what's our song going to be? Gordon Lightfoot? Return. Send <laughs> a little weak well, on that one, Bob. I can't hear you. Thanks for sponsors there, Pete, would you? Yeah. Well, I don't really know how to do that anymore, but i like to thank Seth Winger. I'm going to say it nicely. At the Winger Agency. Hey, I'd like to sing Big Rapids Pennzoil. 
at the Big Rapids yep. Pedro, Zach Mann. Yep. Yep. Zach Mann. No, 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 no. And then I'd like to thank 911 Restoration Service. What song are they going to have? I don't know. Help, help, help. I'm in trouble. I'm wet. I'm wet. Help, help, help. I'm in trouble. Joe's a good guy, yeah. And next week, next week, we'll be be doing a family feud game after Curry's Corner, so stick around. And my my sister-in-law died this week, and I feel bad. Uni's uh, Lucy's sister. She, uh... Died uh, unexpectedly, went to nursing home one day, died the next. And, uh, and then plus, when this thing's all over the election, we'll get back onto our normalcy. And I want to do a tribute to Fred Zimmerman. And I think clarify, we should. And Jim, just one last question. They can vote at the township, correct? Absolutely. The okay. vote is at the township. But if at Green Township Hall. And what but date? if you don't like him, you're going to shut the door and say, we're close for the bathroom no. duties. <laughs> no. <laughs> Heavens no. Actually, we're trying very hard to be very fair and neutral. Uh, the township clerk out of Deerfield Township is going to come up and run the election. So there's no, And she's bringing her own crew. And so there's Why no, is that? What? So there's no question what? of bias or, or anything being done. Uh, we're just trying to be very fair, unbiased, and transparent. What date? November 7th. It's, uh, eight, uh, Are you going to have uh, donuts and coffee there? I always have donuts and coffee. <laughs> yeah. for you. I might even find some bacon. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. All right. <laughs> all right. Bye, all right. Bye bye, Bobby. Play a good song. <laughs>